Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Cowboy, you there? Hello, hello. I can't hear you. Hold on. My my audio is jacked up again. Hold on. Because right, I can hear you. Strange. Hey, uh, people in the comments, uh, say who you can hear, hear if you that. can hear both There's of us hope. or just one of us. Cowboy, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Cowboy? I can hear you, dude. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's my bloody weird, man. Okay, yeah, everybody can hear uh, me and V, but V cannot hear me. I can hear you now. My audio okay. was all screwed up. Well, what insane. did you buy that? Uh, you buy that American uh, equipment? Is that you know you didn't buy the good Chinese stuff? Yeah, basically, it's um, this is made in Phoenix, Arizona, man. So it's like oh extra, yeah, you know, it's great stuff. It's really good stuff, you know. Yeah. Anyway, folks. Good morning to all of you. I am the gorilla. He's the cowboy. We're bringing it live and raw here Thursday morning. Lots of things going on. Check us out. Roguenews.com. CJ could not make it today. There was a tequila drinking contest, and he has to maintain his title as the world tequila champion. Uh, He is. Do you know that they have an actual statue dedicated to him in Chihuahua, Mexico? Did you know that? (laughs) <laughs> do you have a photo of this statue i i will i will have to ask him to 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 uh display it but the actual statue or he's known as the tequila terror uh it's there in chihuahua mexico um every year on cinco de mayo the virgins of the village will come and they lay garlands of flowers at his feet and uh there are some that believe that he is the direct Descendant of the Aztec Jaguar God. Oh, you know well, that? that's great. Yep, and a close relative of Quetzalcoatl himself. Uh, he himself <laughs> is a is is a, is a is a demi is a demigod. So the CJ is right now. He's you know currently um, uh, you know maintaining his uh, his godhood and uh, you know defending his title as the as the great divine being of all things of alcohol. So he's doing that. But uh, sounds yeah. rather <laughs> toxically masculine to me. He, he is the definition of toxic masculinity. I've I've tried and failed to convert him into being an ally of the Rainbow Mafia, but he does not want to join with the Rainbow people. Uh, he he, you know, so he's very homophobic, and I'm trying to work on him, try to make him a more sensitive individual, and it's just not working, Cowboy. I've done everything. I've tried to take him to sensi- sensitivity training. Uh, he's mm-hmm. outright rejected it. 
I've tried to, you know, tell him to read poetry and try to listen to, um, try to read like, you know, uh, try to watch romantic comedies and stuff and, you know, movies with more intersectional things. Like I try to get him to watch the new She-Hulk on the MCU, not the MCU, but the MCU. <laughs> it was terrible. And, you know, and, and, and. And the 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 woke rings of power on on Amazon, and he doesn't want any of that, man. You know, he keeps repeating something about Top Gun and Rambo. I've it's just terrible. So I've I failed in that regard, and he spends too much time hanging out with Gus. That doesn't help either, you know. Dude, I've got the perfect <laughs> I got the perfect video for that, right? Nice. As far as the the MCU. So oh, dude. Go, <laughs> no, no, wait. If you go if you go to your Telegram. And yeah. you bust out the, this video I just sent you. Is it's this from perfect? Okay, it's right. a perfect version of like what, uh, like all superhero movies today. Oh, dude. Okay, I'll play it. Yeah, because it's, it's terrible, so man. Like I, I'm pissed off at what Amazon has done with uh with the Lord of the, this supposed. They had to shut off the. They had to shut off all the all the reviews. Yeah, it's because no, so it's terrible. Bad. Apparently, I won't even watch it. I won't watch it because I've read all the book. I mean. It's real bad, man. All right, let me let me see this uh, thing that you sent. This me. is so. It's like I don't know, thirty seconds long. It's so good. Okay. You don't have to make sure the volume's up enough or whatever. Absolutely. And expand the screen if you can. Who is this? I'm Bond, James Bond. Seriously though, where is Mr. Bond? Are you insinuating that a half black, half Mexican, transgender, homosexual, disabled dwarf who identifies as they slash them can't be a James Bond? No, I just thought that you would be a straight white male. It's 2022, sweetheart. Get over yourself. Very well. Then I should inform you that we have your girlfriend hanging over a vat of lava. So give me the nuclear launch codes. She is not my girlfriend. She's an independent platonic woman and she most certainly does not need a man to rescue her. You Russian bitch. Lower her into the lava. <laughs> She's killing Everyone. Told you, bitch. She's gonna be the one saving me. Too bad. Bring it, Sadie. She's too powerful. It's they slash them, bitch. No, <laughs> is that physically possible? Oh, okay. You think it's physically impossible for a woman to do what a man could do in an action film? Yes. Sweetheart, I've been recording this whole conversation on a secret mic, which means you're now canceled. Bye, bitch. No! <laughs> <laughs> That, that... Uh, yeah, no. For the YouTube censors, we strongly disapprove of this, and we feel we're not on YouTube, yeah. so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. We're it's this is strongly uh, toxic, mas toxically masculine, and we think this is terrible. And we believe that an eighty pound woman can kick just as much ass as the Hulk on an on, and and it's realistic. We you know, that. I'm glad that you you think that because you know I was always feeling the same thing. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, I was feeling the same yeah, like, that 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 eighty pound woman can can't like you know the last movie we've seen with uh what's her name uh that South African girl who was oh uh, uh, yeah um, yeah the hottie uh Charlize Theron Charlize Theron right when she was like ultra atomic blondo or something like that and she was like yeah, atomic blonde and she's just like she took a like, lead pipe to the face like yeah at one point like it was nothing she, yeah she punched this two hundred fifty pound guy and sent him through a, um you know a window totally believable man. Oh yeah, dude, that's realistic. Like that even a realistic. even a two hundred pound man can take a lead pipe to the face and then fall down a stairwell and like get up and kick everybody else's ass. Let alone a hundred and ten pound woman. Yep, exactly. That's that's realistic. We got it. We have to understand. That's how it is. YouTube, one hundred percent, brother. Anyway, cowboy. Lots Are we of still on YouTube? We're gonna knock off of that. What? Are we still on YouTube? We're gonna get out of there. No, we've been out. We never went on. 
Oh, well, I think I, I think can talk shit then. Yeah, you can talk all the <laughs> shit you want. See, when CJ set up this broadcast, you forgot to uh, put in the YouTube thing, which is fine, because you know we're uh, we're rated a uh, triple R, so we can't. We're not allowed to, you know, say anything on YouTube at this point. Of course, you know? that's right. Homo servants. That's right. Hobo Serban says the rangs, rangs of power, baby. <laughs> One billion dollars spent on that piece of crap. Horrible intersectional nonsense. And it's so dumb. Dude, it was written by children, bro. It was written by idiots who have no writing skills whatsoever. It's so stupid. So stupid. I can't, I cannot take it. Oh, they screwed everything up. Oh my god, the woke retards. Anyway, before I get into like pop culture and all this other stuff and go on a rant about how how much it sucks these days. Um, what do you want to talk about, man? There's lots going on. Well, we got markets to look at. Um, you know, the markets have been in a doldrum. Doldrum Uh, is an understatement. Yeah, and that's, but that's just how it is. Whether you know manipulation or not, you're going to have times when the market is expanding, times when it's contracting, and then you're going to have those in between times where traders just don't know what to do with themselves. Um, so you know we're kind of in the in between time. Um, and I can bring up a chart. Let me go ahead and just do that. Go to the screen share and all that stuff. That's my uh, that's my screen share song. Nice. Yeah, that's that's how I do things. Oh, well, let me share a tab. That's stupid, stupid. Y'all are stupid. See your window. While you do that, I'll, I'll queue up. Uh... I got it. Shared up. I'm gonna make this all expand bigger here for people to see yeah let me know when you're ready when the uh, screen is shared up go for it <laughs> is that Hawaii Five-0 okay so what we got here is just a wipeout if you were just surfing on the North shore and this big wave caught you down and you didn't know what you're doing and you were not talking to the cowboy, like way back in February, um, then you're probably wiped out. Like you're surfing those waves. So this is a chart that I drew a few days ago um, for my guys that are in, you know, I have like a, a small group where at this point we're a bunch of friends as opposed to client and, and uh, customer or whatever client. Bunch and, uh, of cisgendered friends. Bunch of cisgendered friends. We are definitely toxic. And the females are even slightly toxically male. It's amazing. Ugh, so I drew this on. Geez, freaking, that's one thing about this share screen. I can't tell what date this is. Uh, <clears throat> give me a second. So I, drew, I started drawing this on the 3rd of September. So this is now the 8th, right? So where that arrow is, as I re-expand this, oops, wrong button. Uh, that large arrow that you see, that's where everybody got really excited. And it's hard to see on this screen, but what there was was this wick. Right at the tip of that arrow, there's this wick where price went up from, say, 19000 up to like 20000 And it happened within minutes. Like it was a big move up and everybody was like, oh, the price is going to go. And it's just going to go, you know. Everybody thought it was the end of at least temporarily this this kind of long consolidation, right? And we'll, we'll back out. We'll look at this from a macro. But a lot of people went long right here. And this is what's called a bull trap. A bull trap is when people see price go up and they all start buying in. But in reality, 
those who actually have a better picture of what's going on, understand that the overall metrics are bearish and the price is going to reject and it's going to reject hard. So while a lot of people were expecting price to rally up to say 24, 25, maybe 22, 23,000, and they all bought in, um, you know, I was kind of hanging back and I, I drew this chart headed down days before that happened, right? Like, because that happened uh, two days ago and I drew this six days ago. Um, and that, that we would end up right here. And then as price dropped here, my most likely uh, move after that was kind of this sort of s slow upward consolidation after that, or per, you know, perhaps like a hard move down. It looks like so far I am correct, right? So price bounced off. And this is Bitcoin, by the way. I'm sure everybody assumed that. Sorry not to have said that earlier. We all um, we all assumed Bitcoin, just like we assumed How dare you assume everybody's my gender on this broadcast. Yeah, you sue my gender. Assume your mouth. Yeah, um, one, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, one eight, uh, 18,500 is what it bounced off of. I had a pretty strong group of support. We're going to back out a little bit here so I can um, give everybody more of a, a long view. <laughs> long. So let's see here. I'll even go on the five day. So now we're really going to back out here. And you're going to see my notes that everybody in my group got to see. And I do share a lot of these in the discord. And by the way, um, if you're not on the discord, get on it. I'm happy to answer questions and, you know, do charts in there. Um, you know, I, I haven't done a lot of altcoin charting lately just because it's all getting crushed by Bitcoin. But if you have questions and you want to chart approach me in discord, right? So I see this kind of slow like move upward and we could see a short term rally now this is going through October and and this really does like match what we've been talking V and I V how long we've we been talking about this move down to anywhere between 7 to 17 or, or 6 to 17,000 and then the consolidation and then a move up say starting in 2023 how long have we talked about that Dude it's been like 8 to 9 months easily Right cuz as soon as Ukraine hit now the, the, the what they say is you know buy to the sound of bombs and sell to the sound of trumpets. And what that means is that when you hear bombs, a lot of people think, oh, we're going to go into war and everything is going to crash. And well, that might be true, but initially things tend to go up. Um, well, right about that time, Bitcoin crashed through about 43, 42,000 um, right here in February where my mouse is. That's when everything happened. And of course, price did go up initially, um, but I kind of told a lot of people like, look, I'm going to stable coins. I don't care. You know, this is done. And of course, bam, 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 bam. Look at that, right? You know, it just, it went down. It went, it, the price went in half. So, you know, whatever I sold in the stables is now worth twice as much in crypto. Um, as a matter of fact, anybody who is close enough to me in my Slack group, um, which is a remnant of our, our TCS, uh, you know, stuff that we used to do, watch this trade and all that. Um, back in the mid 5,500 range or 55,000 range, that's when I was telling a lot of people, even my, my Chinese buddies and their, their hedge fund and stuff that, Hey, I think we've seen the top here because, you know, it's really, it's impossible to call the top as it's happening. That's, that's, you know, the top here was around 68,000, 69,000 nobody can call tops. Um, if people say they can call tops, they're liars, but I was able to call, you know, as it's happening, but I did call some top. trans women also have trouble calling tops. Yes, they do. And um, that's why they're but... bottom <laughs> power bottom. Oh, um, God. 
<laughs> so uh, right about 55,000, I was telling my guys like, hey, this looks really ugly. This does not look good. Like, um, so yeah, you know, if you're looking for macro information, none of what we say is investment advice. So we're not telling you, hey, buy or sell this. I'm just telling you what the charts say for educational purposes only. And I think what we're going to see now that, you know, now that we've kind of seen this bottom out, um, I do expect a wick to, to really dive down hard at some point. It doesn't always happen, but with Bitcoin, it tends to happen where you get this, this real hard washout um, of lower liquidity. And right now, let me see if I can switch the uh, screen here over to this really great tool called the Kingfisher. Um, this is free if you know how to use it. Like I say, feel free to approach me on Discord. But what we're going to look at here on the Kingfisher is all the uh, leverage. And I'm going to go to Binance because uh, Binance is still so widely used. I know FTX is a really good site to use for that too. Um, and you can pay to get a lot of great information if you want to pay for Kingfisher. And they're not paying me to say any of this. So, you know, this isn't like a, a plug or anything. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and expand this. So what we're looking at here is a picture of liquidity, right? And liquidity means that, uh, and this is Bitcoin again, we're sticking with Bitcoin for now. Um, where these large, uh, we'll call these candles, they're not candles, uh, they're just whatever, <laughs> we'll call them candles because I don't have the words right now. But where these these nodes are, are basically where people's stop losses are or their liquidations really. So these are people who might not be using stops or you know, maybe they are. A lot of people just trade on on uh, leveraged exchanges without using stop losses. I don't get it. It's what they do. But stop losses tend to be pretty close to liquidations if you know what you're doing, which a lot of people don't. So price tends to move towards these nodes. And the most sensical node right now is right about 20,000. I know it's a little hard to see on that screen, but it's this yellow. Let me see if I can zoom this in a little bit. Um, and I'm not going to go too far into this, but it's just a great tool. And I, I do want to kind of introduce it for people who want to geek out. Um, price tends to move towards the closest large node. Right now, that's around 20,000. Um, most of the closer liquidity is sitting below 18,000. We have some liquidity down at 14, um, you know, 16, 15, which those are some key areas that that, uh, that the grill and I have talked about. On the upside is about 25,000. There's a liquidity. Now, I would not be surprised to see price to spike up to 25,000 before heading down into these nether regions. Um, <laughs> nether regions. Uh, but you know, that's, so the liquidity, the most likely move next is going to be 20,000. Um, in the, I'd say midterm through the rest of the year, um, you know, what, what V has said, his information matches my charts. It's an overall bearish picture. And V, if you want to go ahead and tell people what you think is going to happen with the price of Bitcoin over the next month or two, even though we've already said it, like every yeah. show we do go ahead and do it again for, for those who might not, uh, you know, for the uninitiated. Ah, but we are initiated, are we not, Bruce? Have you started the fire? The fire rises, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, for the uninitiated, you know, one of the things Cowboy and I, it's crazy. Cowboy and I never talk about, like, we're like, hey, man, let's do a show. And then I'll have data, and he has data, and it's like, a, it's like peanut butter meets jelly. It just perfectly overlays every single time. It's crazy, right? So the the thing was, where where is Bitcoin going to go? All right, and, and bear with me here, all right? And I'm going to chart it as you're talking. Yeah, I think we're going to see, just like as Cowboys mentioned and I've mentioned before, we're going to see this price, you know, go down a little while, 
right? But going into 2023, you're going to start seeing it start coming back up. And right now, like I can't emphasize to you guys enough how this is so much of an institutional game. And in 2023, there's no really nowhere for a lot of private equity to go and except into you know Bitcoin and into various other crypto projects and commodities. So what I'm looking at is this. I think for the next two, I think for the next week or two, the price is going to be bouncing around at, at this given range. And Cabo, what do you have there on, on that on that window you just drawn? Well, I'm drawing that that wide <clears throat> wide bottom area that we're talking about because I like my wide bottoms, you know. Um, from hey, seventeen, <laughs> from six thousand to seventeen. Yours is actually, um, I think yours is seven thousand to sixteen, and mine is six thousand to seventeen. But it's but you know, your my data versus your intelligence basically meet up in this square, and this square is the that range all the way up until the end of the year. So it's basically Q4 and the remnants of Q3. Yeah, exactly. So the pricing on, on BTC, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be bouncing around between 17,000, 18,000. Possibly we could dip into like what Cowboy also mentioned as well. My data indicates, you know, 14 to 16 range. We talked about that before. Cowboys range is right in that ballpark as well. Uh, and then we're, we're talking about the march up. So there's going to be a little like right now, the institutions are playing chicken with you. They're seeing if you would blink first. They're seeing if you would, you know, veer your car out of the way. And my advice to anybody right now is like, hold, keep your pedal, you know, keep the pedal to the metal and move forward because this new year going to 2023, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be the most amount of money made for people who are trading this, uh, people who are, you know, trading the markets. 2023 is going to be a hell of a year because BTC is going to start moving back up. Uh, I It's going to jump back into the, the 23 to 25 range. And then into the uh, into the new year, we could probably see about 31 to 33. And we're looking at maybe like a spring target of 46 to 53 is a, is a possibility. And that's what we're, we're looking at in the, in the longer term. Cabo, what's your what's your take? Yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, the, the current range is that it's establishing a lot of uh, what will be liquidity, right? Yeah. Now, the reason that that happens is because people who say bought at 20, then they're going to want to sell at 20 because it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll break even. And people who bought at 20 and say that price dips really low, well, they're going to want to sell at 20 again because they're paranoid and they're like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll, I might lose my money. And so whatever price has spent a lot of time is where price will be attracted to and is where a lot of things will happen. And that's where I drew the sine wave. But in the meantime, at some point, there's a decent probability that price will dip maybe down into this area. And, and it could be anywhere in here and doldrum out and then maybe kind of pop back up. But there's also that chance that price merely will kind of stay where it is because 17,000 in that area is a possible bottom. We may possibly have seen the bottom and I don't want to get everybody's hopes up and all the moon boys and shit, but it would not surprise me for price. To, if it does go into this box, it might not be there for long. Like we see something like this and then this, and then uh, <clears throat> some kind of October surprise where it goes like that. And then it goes like this. And then like this, and then we're back in here. 
So that all these things can happen. Um, you know, the only real thing that I'm confident in saying is that the price is going to either bounce off 17,000 or dip below for a time. And it might be a short time. I think it'll be a relatively short time. It might be one of these hard, you know, dumps down to scare the crap out of everybody and get them all to sell into institutional hands. It might stay down there for a minute, but statistically, you know, based on past patterns, based on what we think is going to happen in the market, based on the fact that they, they're just playing chicken right now. And, and you said playing chicken, and, and there's a couple of conversations around playing chicken I want to get to today. Mm -hmm. But in the long run, just looking at the chart, this is what I see. Yeah. Yeah. Just bouncing around. Yeah. And, and this, by the way, is going to be reflected, um, you know, and, and we're, I'm only going over Bitcoin right now. Um, the same kind of thing's probably going to happen with, say, like the S&P. Because right now, okay, so the, this is one thing to understand about like the macro of crypto and especially Bitcoin in general, right? And I do want to talk a bit about Ethereum today. Um, I think Ethereum, there's somebody put forth a really good article that makes a decent case about how Ethereum could end up being um, the basis of Fedcoin whenever that comes out. Mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, because if you, well, I'm not going to get into it right now. Uh, I am going to talk a little bit about the SP500. So you can see here, and look, you can. <laughs> this is kind of cool. All right. <laughs> so I drew this. This downward move was not, you know, I didn't predict this, right? I mean, I did, but not on this chart. I predicted a drop to 36. That was, yeah. you know, that was months ago. Uh, like I said, my, my Chinese hedge firm guys were, they were asking me like, hey, you know, what do you think is going to happen with the S&P? I said 36. And that's just based on how I do my charting. But I did predict a bounce up to this uh, this 618, which is at 43, and then a rejection. And I predicted that way back here. Like, as it was heading up, I did predict the rejection at 4,300. So just to kind of show off a little bit, yeah, that's, that's how I do things. There is a chance I did draw this way back then, but I don't know. I'm not sure that I did, but I, I did predict 36. I predicted 43. Um, and right now, I mean, look, if what we're saying is true, and if you look at the timeline here, this is on the daily. So there's a lot of time yet left. You know, I, I think I have this bar here for November to be the next bottom, and it might be a double bottom at 36. And that does go along with what Powell said, if I've got this thing up here. Um, let me see you. Okay, so I've just brought up the comments from uh, Chair Powell, and and look, people were talking yesterday on a on a separate. I was actually over in uh, something that Nikos is is associated with one of his uh, Telegram channels, and they were saying, oh well, you know, if Powell says something good for markets, they're going to go up. Says something bad for markets, going to go down. And I'm like, yeah, a week or two ago, he just said that they're going to be fighting inflation, and they were hawkish. I don't think that that's enough time for them to rig everything to all of a sudden flip dovish. And of course, you know, that's what he said right there. History cautions strongly against prematurely, <laughs> prematurely <laughs> uh, loosening policy. Like, you know, what he's saying is that we're going to keep doing this until the job's done, meaning that we're going to keep tightening. Now, the everything is starting to rattle already. And in a way, this tightening that we've been seeing is it, it's kind of like it's smoking Europe out. And it's it, it's actually smoking out all the third world countries. Yeah. Because the dollar is rising and these people, okay, sure, people are de-dollarizing, but that takes a long time. It's going to be a long time before people stop using the, the, uh, the really it's the 10X bond. 
But that's the reserve currency. It will be for some time. And the third world countries are now losing a ton of money because they have to sell their exports in dollars. So they have to use dollars to buy and sell things. So really, this whole scenario of what we're doing with the interest rates is screwing over the other countries because they're having to print money and debase their own currency just to keep up with it. Right. Um, you know, and, and places like Europe, they're hiking into a recession and they don't have the reserve currency. They don't have the base for it. Um, Europe is literally playing chicken. In fact, uh, V, I got that that video I sent you on uh, on Telegram mm -hmm. of, of Putin interrupting uh, Europe's party. Do you have that one? <laughs> yeah, I got that. This is a this is symbolically, of course, folks. Symbolically, you got, you got you know Europe doing what kind of weird sexual party where they're spraying whipped cream in their mouth. Well, they're, they're they're doing a a yang bang, you know, like what Andrew Yang does, you know, with <laughs> with with, the, with his constituents. He's you know he shoots uh <laughs> he shoots whipped cream into their mouths. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the thing, you know. Yeah, that's why I, I I can never get you know I can never get with Andrew Yang, you know I don't want whipped cream in the mouth. <laughs> this video looks like it's going to be really bad, but it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. actually wholesome. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's actually pretty clean. Here, there you, you go. You got to have sound. You got to. There's some ding bat. So, so Europe, That's Lagarde is, is spraying whipped cream into her mouth, and then Putin comes in and smashes the egg on her head and just freaking <laughs> screams to the, the mic, and she still has her headphones on. So she's getting she's getting a double. Wet. This is hilarious. You can see her jump right there. That's that's what's happening to the morons. In Europe, folks. I, I do have to admit, I spend probably a little more time on Reddit than I need to, but there's so <laughs> much. Like Reddit, like you have to avoid like certain um, certain subreddits because Reddit's full of leftards. But at the same time, th there's a lot of based people on Reddit too. Yeah, like, you just got to go to the right place. Yeah. Um, so you know, now here's the thing that's happening, like with Europe. Um, I do have some articles ready. Yeah, here's this one from uh, Zero Hedge. Let me uh. It should be already ready for the screen share. Yes. Let me add the stream. Yes. Yes. Let me zoom a little bit so people can actually see it. Um, we've lost nothing. We have lost nothing. Putin warns Western elites. Sanctions fever will see European people freeze. Yep. So, yeah. Look, here's the thing. And, and, and You know the I'll best part of it? <laughs> the best part of it. I mean, Liz Truss just became the new UK prime minister. And what is the first thing she does? Immediately starts bailing out, you know, energy traders. Immediately starts, you know, uh, offering uh, uh, financial support and bailouts for the utility companies, and then trying to pay people off here. In other words, they are trying to create artificial demand when there is no supply, which will only make the entire problem much worse for the UK. Well, this it's is the only. Uh, this is the only tool they have. Yeah. They, they're all they can do is print and give money and, and you know what that's fine like you know um i do have let me see if i can uh, actually share i got liz truss here let me uh let me give you my this this wonderful like picture of her hold on you've seen this v 
We got Liz Truss in her inaugural picture here. It's, it's a striking similarity. I think they've uh, they were forecasting exactly the uh, future British PM over here, the uh, Iron Twit. <laughs> the Iron Twit. <laughs> She's like such a Margaret Thatcher wannabe, but but doesn't even doesn't even have a shred of of intelligence whatsoever. The Iron Twit. That's who Dude, uh, Liz Truss is. Have you ever noticed that aside from guys like Putin or Lavrov or a few other people around the world, it's everybody is the next so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, he's the new so-and-so. He's the new so-and-so. That's right. He's, he's the next great one. Oh, he's the next, uh, you know, uh, FDR. He's the next Kennedy. He's the, Meanwhile, there's a picture of probably when history looks back, the greatest statesman who's ever lived in our generation, probably for one of the greatest in all of human history, Vladimir Putin. That, yeah, that is the God's green, God's, God's honest truth. And a second to that, I'd say it would be Sergei Lavrov. Amazing what the Russians have to deal with, dealing with moronic children with temper tantrums, you know, leading countries that have been completely gutted and deindustrialized making idle threats that are only doing nothing but backfiring on their own population. It's hilarious to see this, except for the fact that I live here. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, and I just, uh, I, re I went ahead and reshared so we can go back to that article. Um, you know, look, let's be, let's be realistic, right? And V, one of the best things I hear you say on a constant basis that people really should take to heart is that there are no good guys, there are no bad guys, there are interests, Right. Right. Did I lose you? No, no. Right. I'm, yeah. I have the mute button. So on. with that said, um, look, Vladimir Putin, uh, yeah, he amassed a bunch of power. I'm sure he's not perfect. I'm sure he has done bad things. If you ask me, anybody that gets to that level in politics pretty much has to be a sociopath and willing to do a lot of bad things. Do I think he's an angel? No. Do I think that his motives are pure? No. But then again, I don't think anybody on earth is that way. Um, what did George Carlin say? He said, this is the best we can do talking about our politicians, right? This is the best we can put forth. And it just shows how shitty society really is. But in this particular case, Vladimir Putin is somebody who understands uh, the levers of power. He understands, I, I, you know, I think he gets the big picture enough to know that he's got to make some difficult choices. He's got to send however many thousands of people, whatever percent of his military into Ukraine to handle that situation. He's doing things that are in the interest of his country and self-interest of our nations is what will actually, in the end, in the long run, that's what's going to promote uh, prosperity is self-interest. And, and that's just, you know, that's Adam Smith all the way. So now these guys are playing chicken with Europe, right? And this whole article talks about how, and, and I've been, oh my God, I don't know how many people I told Back in February, when, when when the normies were still interested in talking about Ukraine, oh, we're going to sanction them. Like you realize that's going to screw everybody else, because in the end, all these people could do is print money, right? The West and that that Western banking oligarchy, all they can do is print money, and the real wealth of nations does not come from money printing; it comes from resources, right? So your natural resources are going to dictate how well you can actually do United States. We're good. We, you know, we got plenty of natural resources. We got energy. We can make our own food. You know, we have steel. We have pretty much everything we need. Yeah. Um, China, same thing. Russia, same thing. 
huge amounts of land, all that stuff. But Europe, Europe does not have its own energy. They had to buy it from everybody else. And so now we have this situation where this war, and you know what? I'm wondering if Putin knew to start, excuse me, to start his uh, special operation in like what, February, March, because that was the spring. And a lot of, a lot of offensives do start in the spring um, historically because fighting in the winter is no bueno as the uh, Germans and the French found out when they went into like Russia and that's what killed them. Um, so I think, I think it might've been strategically started in the spring so that Putin could actually turn off the gas and put extra pressure on everybody. Cause you know, towards, towards the winter or the fall, which is what we're entering now. So you got to think about this, like the West can just, you know, throw tantrums and thrash and print money and do all this stuff in the end. If Europe doesn't have any power over the winter, then that's a pretty big thing that Putin's holding over their head. And you got, you know, power bills going up to $10,000. You got the, the, uh, the money printing, all this stuff. I think this is why I think the market's going to flip and start to turn next year in a sense, because from a very, very macroeconomic standpoint, this whole thing had a shelf life of spring to fall because, because of the war, because of the energy being used as a weapon and that weapon goes into, you know, super Saiyan mode starting like next month. So that, that's one of the reasons I think that, okay, you know, we can only do this stuff with the markets for so long before we got to flip it around because, you know, Russia is going to kick in real strong in the, in the fall with their ability to freeze out Europe. Oh, so that's, that's what I think. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about that, that kind of strategic overlay? Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Spot on, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's going into the winter. Whew. I mean, the German industrialists at this point, they're, they're pulling their hair out at this point. The Zant family that owns BMW, because BMW is a privately owned company, they're looking at other options. They're looking at like, all right, maybe we need to leave Munich entirely and, 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 and move production elsewhere. They already have a Spartanburg, South Carolina plant. They're looking at all, opening several plants, maybe one in Tennessee, another in Mexico, uh, start moving some production overseas it, it, because – the West has gone ape, man. They've completely lost their ever-loving minds. And, and hey, how dare crazy. you use a Simeon reference? I'm sorry, man. I shouldn't have it's done terrible. that. Terrible. I'm sorry, man. Do you think that could be part of the uh, strategy, though, is to starve Europe out and get their uh, their industry to move over to us? I mean, again, the whole thing was to bleed Europe, and the U.S. is like, you know what? Let's create as much havoc in 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 Europe as possible. Get the the the, the Euro weenies to try and back Ukraine to a pointless war, and then create a, a absolutely diabolical uh, environment to either live, do business, or even function, and then watch the industrialist get the hell out of Europe. That is definitely a play here. They're they're, but here's the thing. With the current morons in the White House, the private equity that really calls the shots, and they had it with the Biden administration, they had it with the woke Democrats. There is a lot. If you've been paying attention, there's been a lot of uh, things changing. Look at how BlackRock is suddenly changing its tune. Did you see that, uh, Cowboy? All of a is sudden, they're not going to be funding any more ESG, any more climate change bullshit. They don't want to talk about it anymore, right? 
No, I mean, I knew that was going that direction, but it, was there an announcement? Yeah, there was an announcement from BlackRock, I think, about a month ago, where they stated that they're not going to uh, uh, fund any more climate initiatives, which is another curt way of saying that, you know what, uh, ESG is, is not really working. Uh, they've met a considerable stoppage from various states that have said, you know what, you're going to support ESG. Don't come here and try to run our hedge fund, uh, try to run our pension funds. We don't need you. And BlackRock competitors are stepping up to the stage and, and picking up the slack. Guys like over at, you know, uh, various, um, uh, um, you know, fund companies like Citadel has come in to, to run some uh, um, uh, funds. Uh, JP Morgan has picked up the, uh, the wick. Same thing with Goldman Sachs and whatnot. And they're, they're offering non-ESG products to state and local governments and municipalities as an alternative to the BlackRock-linked ESG garbage that's being hoisted on many of them. So there's a big pullback there. Uh, then also you look at the insurance markets, that massive pushback there. And if you think BlackRock is powerful, you haven't gotten a chance to look at some of the insurance companies, folks. Well, Ooh. you know that's the that's where I come from. My industry, I spent almost 20 years in that business. I mean, then you know. You know the deal. The insurance, the, the type of money, the type of assets insurance companies sit on People think it's uh you know it's 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 it, 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 it's it's Wall Street or whatnot. Now, you, you, they're, they're, what's that place in Kansas where a lot of these insurance companies have their headquarters in? Is it Kansas or? Yeah, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, it, people yeah, think it's uh, the company that that I worked for had a major headquarter in Kansas City as well. Yep, exactly. And many people think it's Wall Street. No, 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 no. It's Kansas City, folks. It's Kansas City. People don't realize that. It's Kansas and City Shuffle, man. That's it, brother. So a lot yeah, of the KC, private equity. Dude, I got uh, one of my Chinese hedge fund guys is actually out of KC. Yeah, he's uh, you know, he's actually uh, Chinese American. Um, dude, KC actually has like there's a whole elite area there. There's that's a city that people that's undercover. It's oh, it's exactly, dude. People don't realize that that's like one of them over the radar, under off the radar type type places, you know, uh, KC and and. Look, man, the private equity wants some of this industry, but they can't do it with the Democrats in play. And that's why you've seen, look at what happened when when uh, Bob Iger was out of Disney and they put in Bob Chapik. Chapik went in and he's taking the chopping block to a lot of his woke garbage, flushing it down the toilet. Same thing's happening in CNN. There's a purge going on over there. Warner Brothers, uh, uh, same thing. Okay, the new president over there, uh, I, I forgot what his name was, uh, Zach, uh, Zach something, right? The the new uh, yeah, the guy over at Warner, um, uh, uh, he's he's taking a, a chopping block to a lot of. Look, they just they spent a hundred million dollars on a Batwoman movie, and they canned it because it was woke garbage. Zaslov, there you go, Zaslov yeah. at, at Warner Brothers. Thank you, Hobo, Hobo Servants, right there with the hookup. So there's a lot of pushback here that's happening. So you know, if if they can create, look, I think Europe is a lost cause. I, I I think Europe is done. I think Europe is going to go into a, a a a dark winter that's going to be so terrible for them. And I think that what the what what the U.S. is trying to do, especially the ones with money and sense here, are trying to reindustrialize the states and try to get rid of this, all the all this woke financial uh, this woke you know capital that's been running around wrecking everything. They're trying to get rid of that. And at the same time, if you look at the convention of the states thing that CJ brought up yesterday, right? You know, you need 34 states to have a convention of the states. 34 states have to pass it. We're at 30 right now. 
there's going to be four more states that'll join up, and then you can do oh. a convention of states. That, that's a radical thing. Now, if the blue states say, no, we're not going to do that, that could very much lead to a split in the country. Well, you know, actually, and, uh, I looked at that map and yeah. <clears throat> three states that are not included in the states that are, you know, trying, you know, the, let's just call them the red states. Three red states that are not included that will probably include are Idaho, Montana. Oh, God. Um, and what's that other one that's by Montana, Wyoming? Those Wyoming. are three right there. That's, <laughs> you know, you're already there. I mean, it's just they haven't committed yet. Wow. Um, and over in Idaho, which, you know, I, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Um the uh, the governor's the he's a tool, so I think that uh, we might see some change there too. Absolutely, man. Uh, Nevada is another one that that could flip as well. Mm-hmm. The convention of states is a huge thing. I didn't realize that because you know I'm not a, I'm, it's not my wheelhouse. But when I looked at it and I perused exactly what it is, that's a powerful tool, and it's going to force something. Either either it's going to cause the federal government to be completely reformatted, where they put in term limits, they put in um uh they they start cutting i mean seven and a half million people work for the united states government what the hell do these people do nobody knows nobody knows where any of this money there's no accountability there it's a deep hole and it's a parasitic drain on the country and the economy is the government the convention of states puts an end to that so you're going to start seeing the elimination of departments and if there's any sort of oh we're not going to do this fine then we're going to have two different countries then and then if that's the case, private equity, there is a segment of private equity that says, hey, you know what, we're, we're ready to have two Americas on one soil, you know, where we'll fly under the red, white, and blue, and they can fly under that rainbow flag, woke, LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, trans, nonsense flag. That'll be their flag called the USSA, the United Social States of America, and we could be the American Federation. That's totally cool. There, there's a lot of industry to be done here, and... Um, it's going to be interesting, man, how this is all going to converge. You know, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think that these technocrats um, are relying on their ability to control people with the money because that there was that executive order from Biden that basically is, you know, going to push forward the uh, Fed coin. Oh, yeah, yeah. But from what I'm reading, you know, and this is actually a good segue, um, you know, back into crypto with regard to Fed coin. Um, so, you know, the fed coin, we've talked about it enough on the show. I don't think I need to, uh, and you can, if you want to bring up the screen, I got the article up. Um, but okay. So what they can control your money. If you watch the wrong, uh, Joe Rogan episode, they'll shut your money off or whatever. Right. I mean, there's, there's all they'll, these, they'll, they'll shut your about. electric car off. Yeah. They shut your electric car off. They shut the, the, you know, the heat to your house, whatever. I don't know. I mean, this is what they want. And I mean, there's been so much talk about that. I think we have an idea of why it's bad. But um, there, this guy here, uh, let's see who this writer is, off of bombthrower.com, Mark Yevtovich. Uh, that's how his name is properly said. Um, over at bombthrower.com has talked about how outside of China, no other nation has anything else ready. Um, any nation that has put forth their CBDC has flopped so far. Um, China, it hasn't flopped, but it's been lackluster. Um, so let's see here. What his theory, though, is really good about looking at Canada's uh, production, their their development of this whole thing, um, is that the main thrust of Canada's CBDC development has been, thus far, Project Jasper, a partnership between the Bank of Canada, Payments Canada, R3, and the big banks. And note that phase one was built atop Ethereum. Hmm. So... 
another thing to look at about Ethereum is that they just are going from, they're doing the merge, right? There's the proof of work over to proof of stake. Now what that means, okay? In the end, it means they're going to use a lot less energy. Okay, so now Bitcoin already over 50% of it is quote unquote green and renewable. So it's not like, you know, okay, it uses a lot of power, but it's renewable, right? So it's still relatively green and it's getting more green by the day. And that's, that's a long talk. But with proof of stake, okay, proof of work is when you have a bunch of computers solving mathematical equations to make the blockchain work. Okay, that's how Bitcoin works. And that's how up until now Ethereum has been working, um, where you will take a, a computer, it's a server. It's a special kind of computer. It's a graphics processing unit. If you're doing Ethereum, it's going to be an ASIC if you're doing um, uh, Bitcoin. And then the energy that is taken is converted into the cryptocurrency via these uh, solving of mathematical equations that are uh, cryptography, right? So that's proof of work. You actually have to use the electricity to have the computer do the work, proof of work. Proof of stake is another variation where... Um, it's you actually stake your coins, right? So whatever the programming is, whatever the protocol is, you take your Ethereum, you stake it on the network, and that Ethereum is used to solve these cryptographic equations. However it's done, I, I don't go too deep into it. But what it does do is it eliminates the energy usage by like 99 point some odd percent. And it just so happens that after that executive order was signed, the, that move over to proof of stake for Ethereum has been in the works for a long time. Now, it, it, they're going to tell you it's inclusive and they're going to tell you it's all this stupid BS, intersectional, whatever buzzwords that make the rainbow people lose their shit in a good way in their pants. But what it really is is centralized. So if you look at this whole lawsuit with Ripple, this is another smoking gun of how Ethereum probably is being set up as the basis for the CBDC. Ripple was set up and I think still set up to be an international um, uh, a bridge between currencies. And I think, V, you, you, uh, you have some data that matches that. Is that correct? Yeah. For Ripple. So, you know, you look at like Brad Garlinghouse at Ripple. They're friends. They're deep into the IMF. They, they have people in governments. They're dug in deep everywhere. Ripple, it's being used now. Like B of A is using it. It has been using it for a while through the ODL, on-demand liquidity. Ripple is very well networked. It's a, you know, multi-billion dollar bank basically at this point. Um, but SEC has been not it has been um, going after it and for like years now. And there's been things where like judges have commanded the SEC, have ordered them, okay, come up with a settlement and the SEC just doesn't do it because they still have a lot of power and they can tell the you know they're they're very corrupt. And it turns out that the lawsuit against Ripple was widely funded, uh, not funded, but widely um, spearheaded by people who used to be part of the Ethereum Foundation. Interesting. So Ethereum is hacking uh, XRP off at the knee because Ethereum, and this is my theory, um, the last bit, we know Ethereum has been hacking them off at the knees because the people at the SEC who uh, spearheaded this, again, were, you know, big, large uh, benefactors of the Ethereum Foundation, which is just dirty, just so dirty. But on top of that, now you have this evidence that the FedCoin and a lot of the, and the Canadian version of FedCoin and who knows what other versions that FedCoin I would, I would venture to guess are five eyes versions are yeah. going to be somehow built on Ethereum's yep. blockchain. Exactly. Um, so, you know, and it just, just in time for all this to happen, Ethereum goes over to proof of stake. So now they can say that they are uh, green, right? Yep. So that's, that's the, you know, now does that mean Ethereum is going to go up? 
Um, you know, the merger is happening now. You got a lot of a lot of people saying, oh, because of this and that and the other. And, and technically, they're correct in that Ethereum is going to skyrocket because of the merge. Um, at the same time, though, I'm thinking buy the rumor, sell the news. Uh, it's so many. I've been through I've been in this since like 2016. Every time you hear a big thing, oh, it's going to skyrocket like everybody sells. It's not every yeah. time, but it's most times. <laughs> do the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah, do the exact, you know, don't uh, yeah. run away from the lemmings. Don't <clears throat> run towards or with the lemmings. Run away from them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, that's that's a lot of market in crypto, and there's all kinds of stuff to talk about, but I know we're, we're at the end of uh, the show, I think, right? Yes, we are. But I have some good news, man. Uh, we have with us, did, did you see Biden's new coordinator for monkeypox? <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, this, is, this is the head. He's the main coordinator. <laughs> for H- is that for real? Monkeypox, yeah, for heading off. He's the monkeypox. Wait, who is this person? His name is Dr. Demetrius. Uh, what the heck is his name? Uh, Demetrius Desalicus, Biden's new weapon against HIV. Is that really pops. this? This is not a joke. You're serious. No, this is re- serious, dude. Yeah, dude, that guy's serious. Demetrius an, uh, Dimitri Daskalakis. I mean, Gus texted me the, the this photo, and, and he's pissed because this guy's Greek, and this happened. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those like dude. He's not really Greek. He he must not. He can't be Greek. Like no. he might have a Greek name. Yeah. You know, but he, he likes was like some <laughs> what he is. I'll tell you what he is. Some like, uh, I don't know, British guy flew in. And with his wife and had kids over there and changed their name. He can't be Greek. Oh, yes, he is. This guy with his S&M pentagram. Mm, on pentagram. His you notice the pentagram, right? There you go. Of course I did. Yeah, no, pentagram is not you know what people always think it is, but whatever it is with this S and M business and the pentagram, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. And to, this guy, what's his job? He's here to make sure that we're not infected. But oh, he's orgy. a monkey. <laughs> he's he's the lead coordinator of monkeypox. They they hired this guy. I mean, <laughs> well, this is a joke, some, right? <laughs> they had to get some guy with the field experience, dude. <laughs> they, they had to, they, you know, Doctor, uh, you know, Daskalakis, whatever his name is. He's the He's got Dr. Dust off caucus. Yeah. Dr. Dust Dr. Sucking Caucus. Yes, Dr. Sucking Caucus. He he's the he's the expert. <laughs> you know, this this twink is the expert in monkeypox. So you know what? You know, so he's it. He's the new uh, coordinator. Well, th- uh, we're a meme at this point, bro. We yeah, are a it's meme. Sad. I, it's, I know you want to go to UAE and all that. I, I, I know this is gonna sound crazy. I think right here in the U.S. might be the safest place, dude. I was thinking Europe. Uh, I was thinking Eastern Europe. I was thinking a lot of places. Uh, you know, China, that's a little too far <clears throat> into into a certain extreme that I, I don't think that I could live there. Yeah, culturally, Although I, do I know, just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I won't do well in, in China. Well, culturally, and, sure. and they, look, okay, sure, there's a lot of things over there that are nice, but at the same time, they're pretty quick to run over their people. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. They're pretty. They're 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 still pretty oppressive over there. If you in China, there's one team, and if you're not on it, the plans will be made for you. Like I can't live in a place like that. But um, you know, here in the U.S., and I know like UAE sounds great, but I don't know, dude. Like I can, I know, I know what you're gonna say, but I can still have my guns here. You know, you won't need guns That's, over there, man. You'll be fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta you gotta live like a digital nomad that's what you gotta live like you know i'm a digital yes mad i'm gonna show you some uh evil footage of uh of 
of Dubai, man. And um, and I'm going to show you some oppressive. You, you got to take Chuck Swallowcockus off the screen, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me let me take Chuck Swallowcockus <laughs> off the screen. <laughs> Come on. I, I, you have to let one of my nicknames fly. Yeah, that's pretty darn good, bro. Let me show you this oppressive um, video uh, from Jumeirah Beach where everybody's just walking around with burkas on, bro. It's terrible. You see that? Oh, yeah. They're, They're totally oppressed. all wearing that. burkas and hijabs. You see that? That, that so guy's bad. burka is wearing a burka. Yeah, look at this. These are definitely homosexual men with rainbows. And look, this is a woman. She's, this is a, a, a burka right there. Uh, she's wearing a burka. This one right here. See this with the. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, a very G-string. small burka. Very small burka. That's a burka. <laughs> yeah, these are all burkas, man. You see that? It's, it's, it's burka, an oppressive, burka evil place. I'll tell you what. You, you yeah, know what? Uh, I, I I can bury you in sand, put a million dollars on top of your 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 stomach, leave you there overnight. You wake up tomorrow, still buried in sand. No one is taking a dollar from you. I will do Dubai definitely when I can afford. Wow, that's a that's a nice burka. Um, I will do Dubai when I can afford. Not that I would need. It's not that expensive. Well, no, no, no. If I could afford armed guards, you don't need armed guards. You don't need, dude. Stop this. This I get the whole you know and and being in the states, I get the whole gun thing. I I do. I I, you know I'm a I believe in two way to the fullest, but there's just some places. As long as if I don't have to wear that guy's butt hugger, then I'm good with it. If you want if to, you just could, wear board though. shorts. If well, you want okay. to, you could. You know. If I'm back in my, back in my like physique modeling days, yeah, then okay, that's. But then again, you have to wear board shorts to go on stage anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got burkas coming up here. There's two burkas walking right there. A lot that's, of burkas, I know people bro. live in Dubai. They love it. They'll never they ain't coming back, bro. They're like, uh, yeah. what are we doing? See, burkas. There goes the burkas. And it's, uh, you know, it looks like a pretty, uh, you know, in clean, a certain way, safe, clean, amazing infrastructure. You, you know, don't got to worry way. about, like, you don't have to worry about, you know, like what happened in Memphis the other day with some random jackass running around shooting everywhere. You know, it's just, it's, you got to worry about that crap, dude. Yeah. And a lot of Westerners, it looks like. Yeah. A lot of Western. It's an, it's a, it's an international city like Singapore. You know, they took the Singapore mod. Everybody speaks English. It's another thing. Except, uh, do they require you to have your shots there? No, there was no, never a requirement did, to. They? No, there was never a requirement to force anybody to vaccinate. And and if you wanted to vaccinate, you had a choice. You you can use Sinovac, uh, Sputnik V. Uh, they had everything out there. Nice. Nobody gives yeah, a rat's rear end. Nobody's wearing around wearing masks. None of that garbage. Yeah, well, that's. I, I mean, Dubai has been on my list, but. I'll you know, there, I just uh, I, I have a hard time letting go of that Second Amendment. You know, yeah, I, I just I, still, I, I have man. faith. I have faith will be okay here. I think it's. Just, I think uh, so. I, I think the prospects long term for the U.S. is looking good, man. I'm I, honestly, man. It's a, it's like it's, it's all the doom and gloom out there. There's. I think the red states are going to. Any change is going to happen in the U.S. is going to happen in the red states, bro. That's yeah. what I believe. I truly believe that. I think it's gonna. It's going to. Uh, you know. Um, happen here and you know and so on and so forth but i i do want to have a place uh maybe some property in uh in in the uae definitely i definitely would love that that's not the worst idea not the uh, dude it's just i just want to be left alone and live free bro that's it 
that's that's what that <laughs> that's like what everybody wants yeah. uh, except for except for people who are uh, mentally disabled more burkas are coming yeah more burkas that's the yeah. only thing i want to see more more of those very small burkas <laughs> exactly. I, hope, I hope this is an eye opener for uh for a lot of uh, americans this is a first world muslim country look what's happening you know so hopefully this has been an eye opener for some of y'all you, you guys my god it's it's amazing well i told you i've got that family connection um that were involved in like bahrain and places like that Oh and yeah, yeah. You're uh, you're the. Uh, we're not talking about who it is or how I'm. You know, no, we're just saying no. I have. You're talking that. about the uh, Italian um, olive oil network. That That's you're, the yes. You're shipping olive oil all over the world. The very one. Um, and yeah, it's it, these types. Uh, you know, Dubai. Uh, not Dubai. Uh, we call it Bahrain, Qatar. They have places kind of you know nice like this. Even uh, people. <laughs> so. Uh, Joaquin Flores talks about this. Like whenever you watch videos about the Middle East or even Mexico, they put on this like yellow orange tint on the screen. Yeah, they do. And they make it look like, dude, this, this looks like this could be Florida. Like could be, exactly. you know, <laughs> the, the, or if you go to like uh, Germany or something, it has this blue tint. I mean, that's all, you know, BS, you know, yeah, I've not your Huckleberry is right. What is missing is a, uh, is a lot of fat Americans, man. <laughs> it's right? facts. You travel aboard, you come back like, God dang, we're so fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hobo. I said Bahrain. 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 So, yeah, well, yeah, no, Dubai is, it's always looked attractive to me. You know, it's it, just, uh, and it's, it is affordable, right? I mean, I've looked yeah, into dude, it. It's, it's not, so it is, it's affordable. like living in LA. No, no, not at all. People think it's going to like cost you an arm and like, I mean, if you want to live in a, you know, 15,000 square foot high rise. Yeah. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg, but if you want to get a beautiful home, you know, close by to all of this stuff, it's not that much, man. 300, $400, $500,000 will get you a beautiful, large, you know, 3,500 square foot plus place. I mean, what more do you need? It, it's, it's wonderful. Gas is a joke. You'll feel your car for like 25 cents. It's, it's, yeah. it's insane. You know, and, and vacationing is is very affordable there. I recommend Emirates Airline. You want to take Emirates, the finest airliner in the God's green earth. It's so comfortable. The food is amazing. The oh, the food in Dubai is insane, bro. Oh my hey, how's, god! Uh, is Dubai like the new Switzerland? Dude, it's like what Switzerland dreams of being when they go to sleep at night. Switzerland got yeah. nothing. They'll just stuff you with chocolate and give you a, a a shady bank account that everybody could uh could hack into. You know. Oh, I love, dude. I would live in Switzerland. I love the place from what I've heard I mean, about. Topographically, it. Switzerland is beautiful. Don't get me wrong; it's 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 fantastic. You know, uh, geographically is wonderful as well. But in terms of banking systems and freedoms, I mean, dude, you you put your thermostat above sixty six degrees during the winter, you're going to jail, buddy. You know, that, <laughs> screw that. The... I'm building a house with a uh, with a Swedish stove. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm moving into the forest, bro. Yeah, why deal I'm with all the around. bullshit and woke? See, the the problem with Switzerland is you got woke liberal retards over there. You know, running the show like to. most of Europe. Who want, I don't want that, man. I'd rather be over here where there's there's only two genders in a place like this. Nah, that's, that's it. perfect. You know, no income tax. <laughs> yeah, and and from what I'm seeing here, it's not like you know your wife uh, goes on the street and shows her ankle, and then the uh, guys come up and you know hit her with a stick. No, no, not at all. I mean, this is a, a modern first world country, man. This is incredible. You see all the you see all, there's so many burkas walking around. Yeah, those burkas are real small. Lots of burkas. Yep. So it gives you guys an idea. Anyway, folks, I hope this has been enlightening to some of you. Um, it's been, you could also do this. I mean, watch this. 
Goodbye. I like I like doing this as well. This is this is like phenomenal, man. Look at this. Oh yeah, I've seen this. Dude, this is now watch that. Yeah, this is like insane, man. This is like crazy. I mean, come on, man. There's no you walk out, there's no homeless bums, it's super clean. There's no filthy idiots walking around, no drug addicts. It's safe. I mean, so you know, UAE, like uh, as far as politically, there's sort of a combination of a lot of the main states over there, right? It's, it's Sharia law, but here's what Americans need to understand. There's different versions of Sharia law. Sharia law in Afghanistan is different from Sharia law in, in, in like uh, Indonesia. No, 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 no. no. I, that, no. We, you know, burkas and all that. I'm talking about geopolitically. Like they, 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 it, they, uh, they know how to play the middle, bro. They do a great That's, yeah. job. They got deals left and right with the Chinese and the Russians, and they also make deals with the Americans. So it's like they, they do make their deals own with thing. American, make deals with Iran. They make deals yeah. with deals with like you know North Vietnam or North uh, not Vietnam North Korea. Yeah. Like I mean, they're everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the key right there. I wonder how long it's going to be. See, the thing is, the reason it won't get spoiled is because they're Muslim run. Yeah. The Muslims not going to stand for that woke stuff. No, they're not. And that's at the end of the day, that's what it is, man. It's like, you know, it's like, dude, it's like, you know, there's always pros and cons living everywhere. If I could just be left alone, make money, build prosperity, wealth, go out to nice restaurants. I mean, phenomenal. Look at this mall, man. It puts any mall in the United States to shit. Yeah, no doubt. Phenomenal. You know, that's it. And being able to travel. Like, you know, if if you want to be in a country that gives you the most amount of capital leverage, capital movement, where you can move your funds anywhere in the world, you can... You're free to do business wherever you want. And this is June, uh, June 21. Yeah, they had a mask mandate for anybody that was asking. So this was, they were just coming off the COVID restrictions at that time. You know, but I mean, they were off of COVID restrictions for a long time. But this is they just had a mask mandate and stuff like that uh, back in June 2021, if anybody was asking about the masks. But the point of oh, what I'm trying to make is that is that, um, you know, what freedom to me. Here's real freedom. What's. Go somewhere where you're going to be treated the best and go somewhere where you have the most amount of economic freedom. That is the most important thing. Economic freedom is everything. Because if you have economic freedom, then there's no stopping you. If you have economic freedom, you are completely free from the matrix, so to speak. If you have economic freedom, you can take your capital anywhere in the world. You can do whatever you want. You got a UAE passport you know, there, there's markets and banks. I can't open up an accountant because I'm a quote-unquote American. I have a U.S. passport. I'm forbidden because of all the regulations and stipulations that come with being a U.S. debt slave, right? Because if you're a U.S. debt slave, you know, you're the United States is the only country in the world besides Eritrea, a tiny little African nation, that taxes its citizens that live abroad. The most stupidest thing in the world, right? But, you know, you get a, a, a passport like the UAE one, you go open up a bank account in Singapore, get involved in trading Singapore's markets, European markets. There's there's no there's no limit. It's freedom, it's flexibility. Folks, look at it beyond just do I have can I have a gun? Yeah, you can have a gun here, but you're financially screwed in so many ways of things that you can and cannot do. You say the wrong thing and not only you're deplatformed, but your entire livelihood could be stripped away from you. That's a problem, but you have your guns. You'll be in a cardboard box, but you have your guns. I don't need that. I don't care. My whole thing is not – my whole thing is 
your focus should be whether it should not be about you know whether you could what you could do with a two you know two two three or a five five six. Your goal should be if you have two point two three million or five point five six million in a bank, what can you do with it globally to make it grow ten x twenty x? Or if you're somebody that has fifty thousand dollars and you want to make that grow, or five thousand dollars you want to make that grow, a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars, you want to be in an economically minded place where you have upward mobility equally. I mean, you have upward mobility economically is what I'm trying to say, right? Then you're unstoppable. Economic is freedom is true freedom. There? What? Look can you get a citizenship and uh, yes, you in, can. Uh, they, they, very easily. Yeah, the, they they're opened up a new uh, investment uh, by citizenship. You open up a country. Uh, you open up a company there, which is not very difficult nor expensive to do. You can you put, they put you on a path to residency. There's all sorts of attractive. Uh, um, options out there. That's why they're attracting talent from all over the world, man. Yeah, there's no taxes, right? Yeah, there's no tax. There's no yeah, there's no income tax because income tax is haram. You could, you could keep, uh, you could keep your American citizenship and go there. And technically, yeah, you you will owe American. Yeah, for taxes. those that are asking, the year is 2021. This video is 2021. And that's why they still had the mask mandates on indoors. So did we in the United States at that time. So, and I looked it up. I'm looking at the Emirates uh, website, and this is uh, this is the Emirates.com, which I think is their oh the, the airliner, dude, the best airliner in the world, man. You fly Emirates, you'll never find anything else, man. Their business class is the best. They have premium economy, which is just it, it just craps all on anything any U.S. airline can do. It's just it's just another level. And you're treated like a human being, bro. That's what I love about it the most. But you go over there. It's like my business partner was there. He was like, dude, everybody just treats you like a human being with such respect, such kindness. Everywhere you go from the taxis to to the people in the Uber, to the restaurants, to the hotels, to the average people on the street. When you ask them for help, everybody treats you with such kindness and respect. They treat you like a human being. They don't treat you like you're, you're, like you're trying to ask a favor from them or something like that. It's, it's insane. Well, for uh, just for posterity, I also looked up the requirements as far as like vaccine, all that COVID stuff. Um, a PCR, a negative PCR test. That's all you need to, to travel yeah. to the country. The negative PCR test. That's it. Or or proof that you've recovered within yep. one month. Like if you exactly. got if you caught COVID, recovered a month from the date of recovery. Yep. So there's a or you're or you can present the vaccination uh, card. Yep. Exactly. All right, folks, just giving you some ideas of what's out there. Maybe one of these days I'll do an international show, show you guys some things around Singapore, UAE, uh, maybe a few Eastern uh, Eastern European Eastern European countries that haven't been tainted by the Western virus. That is the wokeism that is running rampant and the liberalism is killing things. And some places in Asia. You got Hobo out in uh, Thailand. Maybe, Hobo, you want to come on one of these days and uh, talk about Thailand, bro. Dude, let me let me uh, stop you right there. Hobo, actually, he's more than just a musician. The dudes, he knows stuff, dude. Not just about I don't Thailand know stuff. Yeah, he, Hobo's. You should have him on for sure, dude. Like, we should, it, Hobo, you should come on, dude. We should do like a come on a one Hobo of our Thursday Serbians. shows. We do like a Hobo show on like I don't know, maybe on a a, a Monday or something like that. Heck yeah, dude. Hobo like should that. hang out with us on Monday. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Should do that. Hobo, email me, man. V at roguenews.com and, and, and uh, CC, um, what's his name? Um, CJ. CJ, yes. What's his name? Jesus Christ, I apologize. I had an incoming phone call. I'm like, I went blank for a second. Anyway, with that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. Thank you all for listening in. Cowboy, thank you for joining us. And we'll be back tomorrow with Velas. Velas might be on tomorrow. Catch you later. Cheers.
Later.